Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslenko, pastor of the community of Saints Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isadoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 1, Episode 9 of this podcast. We will hear Father Mark's homily from March 11, 2018, the fourth Sunday of Lent in Year B. The Gospel for this week is John, Chapter 3, Verses 14 to 21. Let us listen now to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of John. Jesus said to Nicodemus, Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned. But whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the verdict, that the light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come toward the light so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light, so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Think over the course of your lives a bit and try to recall a time when you may have experienced very deep darkness. Maybe you're in that place right now. The darkness we can often experience is usually the result of uncertainty, anxiety, fear, worry, confronting illness, or facing death. Sometimes the choices that we make can lead us into a dark place, finding ourselves overly immersed in significant sins such as pride, envy, lust, greed, gluttony, or apathy. When we experience these dark moments, the weight of our lives becomes very heavy and we find ourselves carrying a very large burden. Often, it can be overwhelming. And we may even find ourselves without hope, without faith, and even without love. The darkness of our lives can truly weigh us down, and bring us away from where God really wants us to be. Sometimes the darkness 
runs so deep that it produces a true sadness within ourselves, a sadness that leads to sorrow, for which the response that we can only find are tears. We can easily find ourselves sobbing because of the weight of the burden of darkness. But we live in a society that looks negatively upon tears. How often it is the case when we're grieving or we're feeling sorrowful that even those closest to us want us to snap out of it, get over it. There's even this idea that men shouldn't cry, that it's a sign of weakness and not a strength. And so we deny our darkness, we deny our sadness. And for a lot of folks, because the pain can run so deep, we search for comfort, for security, for entertainment, for distraction, and even for anesthetizing what we are experiencing within. We go to great lengths to rid ourselves of the discomfort and the pain. Saints throughout the history of our church have spoken of holy tears and the gift of tears. There is, when you begin to look at it, a purifying that can happen when we cry. It almost begins to wash away some of that darkness. It cleanses us. It makes us confront our vulnerability, but also makes us one with the suffering of the world. You see, we want to hop, skip, and jump over the darkness that our lives can bring. We don't like to confront the misery of our lives. And we often want to pretend that things are much rosier than they are. But then in the midst of all of this, we have our faith. And what does our faith say to the experiences of darkness? You see, here's the catch. We often prefer remaining stuck in darkness than venturing out into the light. If we're experiencing sinfulness, for example, and finding ourselves immersed in something like pride or gluttony or greed or lust or envy or pride, it's easier to stay there and to continue in those negative behaviors rather than to break the cycle and pursue something else. Sometimes it's easier to hold on to anger rather than to release it and find healing. 
And so we struggle with this darkness and light. It's no wonder in Jesus' preaching how he said people preferred darkness to light. And so when the Son of God came into the world bringing light, they resisted, just like we resist. St. Augustine says that we seek light and truth, but sometimes we look for that outside of ourselves. And when we look outside of ourselves, we're never going to find it. Because light and truth really are found within ourselves. Because in every single one of us is this beautiful gift of a soul that God has placed within. The gift of our soul. And we can go about the business of our lives, getting distracted and looking in all these external places, seeking comfort and security and entertaining ourselves and being distracted. And over time, what happens is that we lose touch with our soul. In fact, there are many people walking on the face of this earth who don't even realize that they have this gift within them. And it is a holy gift. And what this season of Lent is really asking us to do is to empty ourselves into God because he has emptied himself into us. To empty ourselves into God because he has emptied himself into us. And when we step out of the way and begin to realize that in our soul a different set of principles operate, the inner part of ourselves really craves something more. And think about moments of darkness that you've encountered in your life. Really, when you get down to the end of it, aren't we really looking for three things? Faith, hope, and love? And those are internal gifts that God gives us. Faith, hope, and love. We're not going to find those in the external world. We're not going to find them outside of ourselves. God does not get born outside of ourselves. He's born within. As we empty ourselves into him and he empties himself back into us. And then what happens is our lives then become the living out of the song that God has composed through us using our gifts and our talents so that we walk with him with a nurtured soul. At the end of the day, we are always going to wrestle with darkness. If we look at the complexity of life, it's never one or the other. It's always a mixture of the two. And the real challenge of being a Christian is learning how to keep those in check and balance. For as much as Jesus encountered the joys of life, he also encountered the misery of life. As much as we are brought into experiences of joy and hope, 
we are also asked to encounter suffering and pain. It's always a mix. And so may the season of Lent afford us the opportunity to look clearly at the darkness and sadness of our lives for times and situations where we embrace something other than the presence of God, to examine times and places where life may be bringing us away from our relationship with God, and then to stop and realize that it's really all about emptying myself into God so that God can empty himself back into me. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.